Hello, welcome to the Thane and Friends podcast. This is episode 49. As a guest today, we've got Floss Boys. You can find him on Twitter at F-L-O-S-S Boys. Uh, I'm your host, Thane. I don't know if I said that already, but uh, we'll get him on the show. Hey, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on. I know I've I've set uh, a standing invitation for you to, to come on the show, and I'm glad you were able to take me up on it uh, today. Yeah, it took me a minute. I get nervous doing these things. Oh, no, that's okay. It's a great way to do it. So you know what? The thing about the 10-minute podcast, if you're ner- nervous the whole time, it's only 10 minutes long. It doesn't matter that much here, so you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, I was expecting a half an hour, so when you said 10 minutes, I felt <laughs> a little bit of my pressure away. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Um, we've been interacting for over two years now, um, and the way that I think we got connected was through the uh, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, V-Friends community, right? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I've been following him for a long time. It's mostly because of business and things like that. I like his mindset. What got you into that kind of community? Uh, basically the same thing. When this saw a video and something he said resonated with me. It was actually a Ty Lopez video when they did an interview together. Mm-hmm. And I forget what he said, but it like stuck with me and I just went back and dove into his content. And I was also getting into reselling at the time. So I was going to say, you. I, th- I think you've done a lot of eBay, like kind of the Philip Life uh, garage sale type thing that uh, that he always speaks on too. Yeah, I have. I've done a little bit of like Amazon FBA reselling books and then some normal flip life stuff on eBay. Okay. And then I know you got a series one V friend. Is that right? Yeah. So what, uh, is that your only NFT? Oh no, you got some, some more too. You got a chippy and, and things like that too. Um, so you must've believed in, in what he was doing enough to, like, to go in and, and, uh, really invest into the, into the message. Yeah, 100%. I, I knew nothing about NFTs at the time, but just been following Gary so long and I heard his conviction. It like a good investment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I kind of did the same thing. I absolutely did not know how to set up a wallet. I didn't know how to do anything like that, but I uh, I had been reading a couple of his books, like Crush It and, and other things like that, uh, while I was going through a couple of my business ventures and um, some of the operational aspects really helped me like get through certain, um, certain sticking points in the business. So I, I really, I mean, like I didn't really know what it was. I still don't kind of know what, where it's going to go, but, uh, but overall I really love the message of the community. Um, when we met in Minneapolis, we did the first VCon and I really came out of there energized. I really loved, uh, everything about like what, what, you think you see in a community you actually saw. Um, but after that, I didn't really do anything with the energy. I was just kind of like, Oh, that's really cool. Awesome to meet people. And then I kind of went on with my, with my life. Um, what did you take out of that first? And, and let's go on to the second experience at VCon. I think I had the same exact experience, honestly. I think a lot of people did. Like I expected my energy from VCon last year to, last the whole way to this year but i definitely don't think it did Mm -hmm. um i actually think vcon 2 came at a good time this year and like i really needed it like that reminder that getting around those positive people actually has a really good effect on me yeah you know i uh this year i 
I, uh, when I was reflecting back on what I took out of, uh, out of Minneapolis, which again was an awesome experience, great event. Um, I noticed that, uh, I noticed that my, like, I, I didn't really know what I took out of it because I didn't take notes. So I think back at like little clips of the, uh, motivational speeches and little clips of like the side rooms and, and the interaction that I had with people. And, uh, I came up with overall themes, but like, I, I didn't really know what to, what it took out of it. So this year it was a lot of themes that came up, probably not intentionally. Uh, but what I noticed was, uh, authenticity, um, at adaptability, failure came up a ton and, uh, driven to action. People that were successful and that were con- consistently speaking on the stage, they were driven to action consistently. Um, so I don't know if you took kind of the same things away. Um, but from there, yeah. yeah, from there, it kind of is directing some actions that we're taking right now. So I'll let you speak on that a little bit first. Yeah. I mean, I definitely noticed that same thing. Like I remember, I think it was Eric Thomas had said, this might be an exaggeration, but he said all of his successful friends walk around with him times a day. Oh, sorry. Say that one more time. <laughs> I, I think it was Eric Thomas. Um, it might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but he said all his successful friends walk around with a list of goals and they look at it multiple times a day. Okay. I remember that like really stuck with me. Like, I don't know. You, you hear everybody talking about like writing things down and just having an exact list of goals gives them structure and yeah, definitely leads to success. Yeah, I missed Eric Thomas. I know I he was one of the guys that I I highlighted beforehand. I wanted to see, but I had to go see some people in Indianapolis that I that I've been uh, talking to for a long time. I didn't know when the last time I'd get to to Indy was or the next time. So right. unfortunately, I missed that one. But uh, I I completely agree that like seeing like seeing a visual representation of what you what you want your life to be. Some people do vision boards. Some people write it down in a journal. Um, but I think that's really important. Uh, in business, there's uh, something called, uh, what do you call it, a mission statement. And a lot of people right. initially make a mission statement, but like kind of have that as a, as a weekend workshop and don't go back to it. Um, what I think is important is being able to have that mission statement and then have your daily actions. Like every single day you're reminded, whatever I'm doing today gets me to what where I want to be. Um, so... I think that's super important, um, and I'll kind of talk a little a little bit about where, what we're doing um, from the VCon. I uh, I I was like I really want to take something out of this that I can I can do every day to make my life better. Um, so I kind of created a small group with I've got you and a couple other people from VCon and a couple other people that I interact with on Twitter. It's uh, I call it a driven to action group where we kind of like state our goals and then move forward with that. Um, and uh, I think it'll be pretty sweet. We're going to meet up once a month and then kind of just get after it. It's like a reminder, accountability group type of thing. Um, what do you think about uh, the direction of this group, what we're going to do with it? I'm really fired up about it, actually. I think that's one of the things I'm most excited about after VCon. I could use some accountability in my life for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know what? But, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you can do that. Yeah, so, so I I made a post on Twitter because a lot of stuff that we did was uh, we heard was about failure. Everybody was talking about like how they failed in life, how they learned lessons and stuff. 
what I don't hear enough about, I think, is I, I do this personally. I give myself too much grace when I fail at something. I say, okay, well, you know, it, I didn't, it didn't work out and I learned this from it and that's okay. I'm totally cool with that. I right. think that's a good thing to have, but I think I find myself being able to do that too much, being able to justify reasons why I didn't succeed in something. And, uh, and you said you resonated with that, um, with that particular message kind of speak on that a little bit yeah (laughs) like i think it is a good skill like they say it's not an l it's a lesson you didn't lose it's a lesson Mm -hmm. but um i think it's kind of like gary's thing of pulling from opposite ends you could definitely get too complacent and be okay with losing and be okay with not accomplishing what you want to so yeah i definitely think there's something to be said yeah, I think, I think uh, I'm I'm really gonna take a deeper dive into that, like why I'm cool with that. Um, I think part of it is like when you start something up, you're super excited; it means a lot to you. But like when you fail it, it's gotta mean the initial lesson or the initial goal has to mean just as much if you fail it than like when you start it. I think that's that kind makes of a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Well, I think we'll do some some digging into that. My audio. Oh, Gage. Gage. Yo. Yo. Oh, no. My audio. What's going on? (laughs) Okay. Well, if you can still, if you can still hear me. Oh, geez. I don't know what happened there. We got 15 seconds left, though. Give the, give the world your message. Gage. No. Dang. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs>